Welcome back to Cafecito y Chats with me. <coughs> I still have this ugly Chewbacca cough. I don't know. It, it kind of went away. And then all of a sudden, this morning, I woke up kind of like tosijando. You know, it's so annoying. Let me tell you guys about my disaster this morning. Oh, my goodness, y'all. Okay, so as I had to mention, I think, I bought this new uh, brand of coffee the other day and um, I have tried different let's see one two three types of flavors that this brand has out there and you know I had no complaints none at all I was vibing with this cafecito you know Mm -hmm. pero I got a little too explorative let me tell you and I decided to grab off the shelf last time I went to the store this new flavor called mocha macadamia nut i had my little you know doubts about it when i when i was you know gonna get it but i was just like nah you know let's let's check it out why not you know mistake 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 y'all let me tell you that shit was raunch it was disgusting like yanni say you know but it was gross so i tried it once with like regular creamer like you know just a plain old creamer and it wasn't working out nope and i said to myself you know what i'm gonna give this a second chance it's one of those things that you probably should never give a second chance to you know what's new right (laughs) and i said okay i'm gonna try it with a flavored creamer so I leche hazelnut creamer. That was the worst mistake ever, guys. Like it went from disgusting to nasty, repulsive. Like it, it like put me off from wanting coffee the rest of the morning. And you know, I was just like, you know what? It's okay. No worries. I'm gonna pick up some coffee be- before I go to work, and it's gonna be a good, fantastic day. <laughs> Real funny. I was running late zero time to pick up coffee so I went to work the day kind of dragged because I was just kind of lacking that little you know the cafecito and you know I came back from work and I said you know what I actually have some backup instant coffee from Starbucks and I'm gonna make myself some coffee and I made some myself some coffee. And I'm not going to lie. It's all right. But I'm just not feeling coffee today, guys. I don't know. I don't know. I blame it on that stupid flavor this morning. Honestly. Como que, like, it just just threw me off completely, you know? So, and anyways, that was my disaster of the day, guys. And I don't know what to do with the rest of the 10 other K-cups that I have sitting there. You know, it's like, do I just throw them away? I mean, I can't donate them. Like, who the hell's going to want them? Like, yeah, sure. I'm going to go get some free K-Cups. I mean, I guess. But at the same time, I wouldn't get them. Especially if they're already out of their package. And, you know, especially... Man, I sometimes I wish I could just, like, do a video just so you guys could see. But then I'm just like, nah, I'm good. I don't want you guys looking at my raunchy... Um, rasquanch looking self you know like right now my hair is all like I I came back from work and I just let down my hair and it's just kind of like half you know founding father looking like I'm like "Mm, yeah no I don't want to scare them away (laughs) and so you know anyway like I tried describing these k-cups they're like the regular film at the top but 
the bottom of it is not like your typical plastic k-cup material it's more like this mesh kind of like what you see in tea bags that type of material so if i was out there and i'd see like on offer up or something or in facebook marketplace hey free k-cups i'd be like yeah catch me around next time on that one you know what i mean i don't know i don't know Anyways, guys, let's get into today's episode. I'm going to be like a cotorra talking all night, and I'm not even going to get to what I wanted to say, right? So, this topic, y'all, I've been thinking about it for a couple of days, to be exact, a whole week. And actually, I was supposed to release this new episode um, two days ago. But it, it didn't happen because I kept on like thinking and rethinking and pondering deep in thought about it. And I got me a philosopher, like I see. <laughs> JK. No, but like seriously, I was thinking about it. And, you know, I decided también to ask some friends, some family, co-workers, you know, like what, what, what their opinion on the matter was, you know. And here it is. A ver, a ver, pa que se, pa que empiecen a pensar so you guys can start thinking. Why is it, guys? Honestly, why is it that American society, o sea, our society, has evolved into this sensitive state? You know, and, and, and it's almost like sickening to what point we've gotten. Like, it's, we... We encourage all this stupid sensitivity. Can you el caso? It's like people can't take criticism well now. If if you criticize someone to kind of just build them up, to help them up, they view that as, oh, you're just being judgmental. And only God can judge me. Ah, you know? Or, oh, también, hey, you can't say that because, you know, that's being racist. Okay. Hey, you can't say that because you're discriminating. No, pues, well, pues, what, what the hell can I say then? You know? It's just, ah, I don't know, guys. Like, in realidad, I think about it, and I'm just like, dude, we've literally gotten to a, to a point in our history that, it, that we just, we, we, we look, we sound ridiculous. And I wonder why. Y por eso, like, I took forever to actually, you know, get down to it and be like, all right, why? What was the root of it all, man? Like, seriously. And the only conclusion that I could come up with was the big old word, entitlement. And I mean, it makes sense. You see other countries and they think of Americans and all of a sudden they think, oh, those arrogant fucks. Those entitled people. Like, se creen la gran cosa, isn't it true? We go to Mexico, las royalties. Oh, yeah, look at me. I'll be here. Girl, shut up. You're wearing freaking Dollar Tree chanclas. Calmate. You know? Like, we get this sense of entitlement, yo. But no. Que no nos digan, no nos digan nada. They can't tell us anything. Porque, oh, man, you hurt my feelings, bro. Like, you don't say that type of stuff. I'm getting triggered. I'm triggered. I'm triggered. Oh, my God. What the hell, man? Entitlement, y'all. Hay para que vayan también pensando también. Why is it that we're entitled? If you think about it. 
why are why why is it that people become entitled what causes them yeah they're not as well who hurt you honey no <laughs> and let's face it y'all we've all been there done that we've all we've been there at some point of our lives whether you're older you're young you're middle-aged you're barely hitting your 30s or you know you're in in between like me <laughs> you know we've all been there you know, we, we've all been, you know, a little entitled at some point and, you know, something had to happen in our lives to kind of just pull our eel, ears and kind of just give us this humbling moment, you know? But like, if you think about it, like, why? 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 What changed? You know, I wasn't alive for the 50s or the 60s or the 70s or the 80s. I wasn't even a thought, you know? But just, you know, and I know I mentioned this to you guys, but I uh, I taught history, world and U.S. history. And I'm sure they had their issues, you know, back in the day, whatever time period era. But if you really take a look at, you know, our American history, it seems as if people weren't as sensitive as we are today. You know, you had 18-year-olds over here doing grown-up stuff, you know? And now you have an 18-year-old that acts like a freaking 10-year-old. I've been there, done that. That's why I can talk shit, <laughs> you know? And so it, it just seems that, like, as as our technology evolves, as, you know, we get more more advanced and everything like that, the more sensitive we become, you know? And then también, because of it, we get all entitled now let me let me talk about this one um psychologist that he uh he developed this this theory or he developed on a theory um his name is julian his name was julian b rotter and like i said he developed on this theory of locus of control back in the 60s and this guy he like i said he developed on two types of locus of control so I mean, take out your pens, your notepads, your your iPads, your phones, whatever, your mental notes, and and you know just just kind of keep this in mind, okay? So we have internal locus of control, and then we have external locus of control. All right, you know, and and before before we get anywhere, and I start explaining this, you know, let me just share with you guys. I'm a nerd when it comes to psychology. Anything that has to do with why humans behave a certain way. Oh my goodness. That is amazing. Amazing. So I will go days and days, you know, researching, you know, this type of psychological disorder or the psychological mental state you know when it comes to all these chemicals being released from your brain you know mood regulators so on and so forth like oh, that's so interesting you know just that's kind of like a side note you know but anyways going back to um this theory so essentially let me start with the easier one internal locus of control guess eso what the hell, Monica? Why are you throwing us a freaking, you know, term over here? We're not in school. I know you guys aren't in school anymore. Maybe you are. I don't know. But, you know, it's good. It's good to have information, to share information in a podcast, you know, para que no nomás todo sea opinion-based, you know? Um, so, anyways, <laughs> internal locus control is pretty much when a person believes that his or her outcome 
is dependent on his or her abilities. ¿Verdad? So, for example, real quick. Let's say me. I somehow, in another parallel universe, um, I become the director of this organization, this company. And I got there because I started from the bottom. I did all the grunt work and I promoted until I got to become, you know, the director. So now I'm making over, I'm making, not over, but you know, I'm making six figures a year. You know, I have good cars. I have assets. I have a good house, a paid off house. I have, um, like I said, I already said assets, so property, so on and so forth. I've invested in the stock market. You know, essentially, financially, I'm well off, you know. And I know I'm well off because I worked my ass off to get where I'm at. I'm the one who who took control of my destiny, per se. I'm the one who who made this happen, who made that possible. I didn't rely on anybody but myself, you know. That's internal locus control. You know, just having that idea, that, that, that belief that you and only you can have the power to change or take yourself to become, to obtain, to do whatever with your life, you know. Now, let's talk about external locus control. And you know what? I think this is where we kind of get into trouble because I think people nowadays take it up like five notches when it comes to this. And, you know, como quien dice, bájale como tres a mi tonos, no? Like, you need to chill, bro. So external locus control is pretty much the belief, the idea of that an individual will rely on outside forces to determine their outcome. They are dependent on outside forces. Also, they have the mentality of it's not up to me to determine my tomorrow. I am where I'm at and I will be where I am where I will be because of X, Y, and Z. And I'm going to take this I see, you know, I'm just going to say it. Let's say that, well, let's not say I am Mexican-American, you know, my, I'm of Mexican descent. Let's say that I just kind of sit here and say, hey, you know what? I, I want to, I want to work and have a really good job. I want to become the director of this company. You know, that's my goal. One year, two year goes by. You know, I haven't promoted. I haven't really made a lot of changes, you know, strides in that direction. And I become unhappy. Or maybe I'm not unhappy. Maybe I'm just kind of like sitting and wondering why it hasn't happened yet. And, you know, I just kind of start saying, hey, well, I haven't promoted because... They prefer these type of profile to be the director, to have the position of a director. That's why I can't become a director because I'm Mexican-American, because I'm Mexican. 
they prefer a white person. So, there's that. Or, hey, I'm not getting paid because I'm not getting paid this much because I'm a woman. And I'm always going to get paid the same because I'm a woman. You know, and there's nothing I can do to change that because I'm a woman. It's other people. They need to change their mentality. They need to they need to accommodate me. They need to be more understanding, you know. So I'm going to rely on any on everybody else to change what they're doing, how they think, what they're saying so they can accommodate me. I'm relying, I'm depending on on outside forces to pretty much change or impact my current living situation or my future. I'm not going to do anything. I don't have to work harder. Why should I work harder? I'm good at what I'm doing. I'm good. They need to change, not me. Essentially, that's what locus, uh, what external locus of control is in a nutshell. You know, and and let's talk about what the, the various responses I received when I asked around, hey, why do you think people are entitled? What causes them to become entitled? You know, some people, and I'll share not one by one because you know I got different responses you know but in 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 a summary i i was told by someone hey it it depends on um you know the 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 title they have their position the time they've got you know i got some people are just selfish they have way too much self love aka selfish uh, selfishness um they have too much money that's why they're entitled. And I want to say that mostly a, a lot of answers I, I received collectively that stood out a lot was their upbringing. People are entitled because of how they were raised. Because of they had shitty parents. You know? Although for the whole shitty parents, um, I agree and disagree because i've seen i've seen it happen where you have or there's these parents that you know they're good they did everything they could and their kids are pieces of shit <laughs> like they're just straight up not good you know but in any case that's a different topic per se and then the other response I got that really grabbed my attention and you know what it goes like hand in hand with external locus of control is the victim mentality oh my gosh guys that is such a heavy term the victim mentality and it's true I feel like a lot of people who 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 have the belief of that of a external locus of control essentially can develop a mental uh I'm sorry can develop a victim mentality woe is me it is easy for a person who has this ideology who has this belief to sit around all damn day and complain why they are not doing, why they are not here, why this, why that, and come up with all sorts of excuses, none which include them. 
everybody else is to blame but them. And here's the thing, guys. If you really think about it, how fair is that? You know, if you're just sitting there, you're, you're, you're in a stagnant state. And you blame your circumstances and people in your circumstances for you not moving forward, for you not having what you want. I'm going to say it. I, you guys know me. You guys that know me personally, y'all know that I don't sugarcoat stuff. I'm pretty damn straightforward. Some people will blame their depression. They will blast it all over social media. I'm depressed. Oh, woe is me. And you know what? I'm not trying to discredit them. I'm not trying to talk shit, essentially. Hey, everybody. Okay, hold on. A lot of people have gone through depression. And I know a lot of people deal with depression in different ways. But when you literally try to get attention by blasting your shit all over social media and saying, oh, I'm depressed. I'm this, 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 and that. And it's just kind of like, okay, well, what is the world going to do for you? You know, if you really feel this way, hey, man, go talk to someone, someone who can actually help you. Don't post your shit all over the place so people can just talk shit about you and then turn around and pretend that they're your friend. I've seen it happen. It's happened to me. You know, I used to post my shit all over social media at some point in my life when I was a lot more younger. And what happened? People were talking shit behind my back. That's why I ended up having to purge my circle. You know, it happens. It happens. We've all been there, done that. You know, they will bl- blame their 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 current emotional state. They, they, they will put all the blame on it as to why they're not happy. They'll blame other people. I'm not happy because I was heartbroken. Because it was his or her fault. I'm not happy. As if it's up to somebody else to, to be responsible for your happiness. Hey, you know what? I don't have money because nobody wants to hire me. Well, I wonder why. You're always late. You're always calling in. You're what people call the calling issue. You have a bad attitude. Oh, but it's not your fault though, right? Oh, you know what? I don't have all these opportunities to go to college, be in a good position because I'm Mexican. Or because I'm I'm this race. Um, Actually, you're in that situation because you think people owe you special treatment you can't take no as an answer you don't know what working hard is you oppress your own self and i'm gonna say this guys and some people are not gonna like this but you know what i don't give a two flying bucks to be honest it's so sad and this is why i'm saying this because i've been there i've had that mentality before y'all and that's why i left california i'm gonna be straight up with you guys that's why i left california i was brainwashed for a fucking 18 years of my life and it took me to leave california and see the the freaking world per se o sea live in a different state away from this toxic mentality go to a different country live there for a year to understand that i am the one who's being the issue 
it's so sickening nowadays guys and i might go on a little rabbit trail here but it's still relevant to what you know to our to our episode it's so sickening to see people to hear people saying hey i'm being oppressed by everyone else they blame all these white people of oppression they're like yeah they're oppressing my race you know, que bonita me veo diciendo, oye, todos estos gringos, they're oppressing all those Mexicans. Okay, sure, it's true. There is racism, but it's not just between this race and that race. Honey, we're racist against our own people. We oppress our own selves. But yet here we want to sit and blame somebody else as to why we can't get in uh, we can't get ahead in life wow that's very uh that's that's um that's interesting tell me more it's it's that's how it is can no can no tell me tell me guys tell me this ain't true we see somebody in our family que you know le están dando duro al jale you know they've been working their asses off Working in an honest way, you know, earning their keep. And they buy themselves a new car. What's the first thing our families do? Ay, mira, hasta nuevo carro trae la comadre. Mira, wow. I wonder where they got the money from. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder what they're doing. Oh, look, they, they have a new house now and all of a sudden... They can't invite people no more. They can't hang out with us. It's cool. It's cool. I see how they are. I can nos llamen. Whatever. And we start talking shit about people. Our own people. Right? Or, hey, you know what? I'm not even going to go too far. And if I'm calling someone out that have done this to my mom, I don't care. Honestly, come for me. A ver, come for me. They see that, you know, when my mom, my mom's a housekeeper, y'all, you know, I'm proud to say it. My mom's a housekeeper. She's busted her ass since she got here to the U.S., you know, and there came a time where she was doing good and, you know, she started getting some clients and it was the like they were kind of like if you guys understand this world, sometimes when you get clients, you know, let's say somebody leaves and, you know, they pass their clients to another friend, you know. And so that happened a couple of times with my mom. You know, one of her so-called friends left the area or had to leave this client because schedules weren't matching or X, Y, and Z reason. And, you know, they they said, hey, I'm going to introduce my mom to this new client. So they kind of took my mom on this trial type of situation to see if the client will like her work. And um, they would, they took my mom, and this happened a couple of times, and uh, the clients liked my mom's work, and they started commenting on how good her work was. And these so-called friends started getting jealous. And instead of being like, hey, right on, I'm happy. Hey, you know what? You know, to my mom, I'm glad they like your work, you know. I'm happy to leave my 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 client, you know, in good hands. Instead of being happy, they said, oh, for real? They got jealous and all of a sudden, oh, 
I don't need to leave that client no more. O sea, they screwed my mom over. You know? And that's what I'm talking about, y'all. We oppress our own a veces. But then we want to blame the whole world and have this victim mentality. And then we're all sensitive because people can't tell us anything. And then we're entitled. We start acting like we're entitled, like the world owes us this and that. And I'm just like, bro, that's so sickening, man. That's so toxic. And that's the real reason why I left California, y'all. Because I felt like I grew up with, with, with that toxic mentality that, hey, the world owes me something. What the hell does the world owe me? Did I suffer? Did I did I have to like immigrate from another country? No. Did I experience racism? Yeah, at some point, but who doesn't? Who fucking doesn't, bro? I wasn't I I, I wasn't back in the day in the late 60s and 70s picking freaking fruit off in the fields all day, burning myself and everything for little to no pay. All in the name of the American dream. That wasn't me. So what am I talking about? That, oh, people need to treat me differently because my people have suffered. What's that? Your people. Your race. Not you, honey bun. We have it good nowadays, y'all. A lot of us have it good. Are there the ex- are there the uh, are there exceptions? Sure. I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to argue with that. There are people who actually struggled bad, you know, and life has kicked them in the nuts plenty of times. But you know what? Even then, we can still get up and get ahead in life. There are people from different races, y'all, that instead of sitting and having that, that, that weak victim mentality, They get off their asses and they push forward. And people look at them like, wow, I can't believe they're X, Y, and Z race. And they're, they're in this position. They're an icon. Damn. Hey, honey, but that could be you. That could be me. But no, we're too busy <laughs> trying to blame the whole world as to why we're not there. You know? I mean, I'm sure I'm not the only one that thinks about this and this makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, think about it, y'all. How messed up and narcissistic is it to demand anyone to change the way they talk, dress, feel, think, address me, anything, just to accommodate me? How messed up is it that I... To, that I, I, I need to act as if the world owes me anything. How does that even make sense? But no, the moment the tables turn, oh my God, I'm triggered. I'm triggered. No, 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 no. Ya ni me hablen. I need, I, I need, I need to go to my safe space. That's the most ridiculous shit I've, I've heard in my life. I need I need to go to my safe space because I I, I just I, I can't handle being told that um maybe maybe I, I I need a I need to stop complaining so much and 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 start doing something for myself instead of relying on other people. What the, what even? ¿Qué es eso? ¿Qué es eso? You know. 
I think about it and sometimes ni se if I want to laugh, be mad, upset, or just kind of be like, damn, that's crazy. You know what I mean? But just think about it, guys. Like, honestly, you know, I'm kind of glad I was able to expand my horizons. My, I was able to think outside the box. And truthfully, there's people that I grew up with, that I went to school with, that I... I sometimes see their their posts on social media, what they say, and I'm just like, damn, that was me one day. You know, I was I was sitting there blaming half of the world, blaming politics, blaming everyone and their mother, using them as an excuse as to why. I couldn't get this. Oh, I can't get enough scholarships because I'm not white. Because I'm not black. Because I'm not Asian. Okay? But there's plenty of other scholarships for Latinos, right? Oh, I can't get into this field because who's going to want to hire a Mexican-American? Actually, plenty of people will. And if they're just doing it because they need to make their company diversified, hell, who cares? Take advantage of that. Who cares? We're all where we are at and we will be because of our own efforts, y'all. I don't think it's fair that, that we go around sitting there having that victim mentality. It doesn't matter how you were raised, bro. Like, I thank my mom and dad for raising me the way they did because they taught me so much about life. And maybe they didn't sit down and tell me, a ver, mija, this is what we're going to teach you. But I watched them. I observed them. I watched them work hard. You know, my dad got sick. He had cancer. He's... Sorry guys, it's it's real. It's a it's it's a part of my life that, you know, it hurts because when I found out that my dad had cancer, that's when my personal life, my with my significant other at the moment started going downhill. I was struggling. I was having such a hard time with my parents because they were going through some shit and then I was going through some shit at the time and I felt like I had no escape. Right? I could have sat there and said, woe is me. My dad got cancer. Can't work. When we found out he had cancer, he was actually in the last stage. They didn't give him too much to live. And here he is going on, I believe, almost four years. Three years. Four years. I had found out some shit. I was going through a super rough patch with my significant other. I could have sat there, y'all, and literally said, oh, woe is me. I can't do shit. What did I do? I changed my career, my field, and I started working. I'm the Lemika. You got this. And I've come a long way. And that's why I'm like, dude, I could never go back and, and, and think like a lot of people that I grew up with think. Not everybody, not everybody, y'all, but a lot of people. 
And it sickens me to see that nowadays some people, some of us, I'm include myself sometimes because, you know, I'm not perfect. But we've become too sensitive, too sensitive that we can't be told anything. We can't nothing. But yet we are demanding that the whole world change for us. You know, I think about it, y'all. And and maybe you should think about it. I'm not saying that I'm going to change the world because I can't. I can't demand people to change either. But at the same time, I can just kind of talk about it. You know, what do you guys think? You know, how how can we better ourselves per se? You know, anyways, guys, thank you for joining me once more to Cafecito y Chats with me. My name is Monica. And until next time.